This is Elijah and you are listening to Unwanted Football Opinions. Welcome to another episode of Unwanted Football Opinions. Today in our Let's Talk series, uh, we're talking about Chelsea and we'll be doing it in the same format that we do, uh, that we have done for Bayern Munich. So, and we have Advait, who is a Chelsea fan, to help us cover the different topics that we have for today. And uh, Advait, let's start off with talking about the past performances uh, so far since the league has finished and the new league has started, including their pre-season games. Yes, uh, so considering past performance, uh, I'll be speaking about last year. So last year, uh, Frank Lampard came to Chelsea and uh, was given kind of a young squad with a transfer ban and uh, he did a nice job but had few things to be look look forward to like uh, like the big, biggest issue that is still lurking there that the defensive issues of the team that the team is scoring goals there was a time when Chelsea never used to score much goals but still used to win games there was time under Mourinho where they used to even park the bus but that is like 2006-2004 that time Afterwards, there was a different kind of play with Ancelotti coming in, Sari coming in, and Conte. And this time with Lampard, we can see a very offensive game with him, with him not at all being scared of what is going to happen. And uh, we saw a lot of contribution from the youth, uh, all academy players mainly, and uh, from few signings which we could procure despite the transfer ban like uh, Pulisic and Kovacic because they were actually pre-contract agreements so they were allowed by uh, UEFA and FIFA to sign for the team and considering after the uh, restart of football they had a decent restart but like few games the biggest problem with Chelsea recently has been of them facing small oppositions the games where you should kill the opposition they are taking them very lightly and those points actually matter in the end like uh, against the top six, Chelsea had only defeats against Liverpool and City last year mainly. In Arsenal, Spurs and uh, in Manu they lost in league but in FA Cup they won. But uh, against the top six, there was a better performance than the t- teams from the bottom tier like Bournemouth, Norwich and Watford. So that was one of the issues with Chelsea and West Ham. So now coming to this season, Chelsea didn't have a, a pre-season. They just had one pre-season game against Brighton and Hove Albion with seven players coming as new signings till now. And seven players coming to gel, it will take time. But yes, we can see few glimpses from them. Like uh, uh, yesterday there was a game between West Bromwich Albion and Chelsea which was played horribly. Like uh, in the first half, there were three obvious mistakes. Like they were mis- they are not goals produced by the West Brom team. It was like a normal defense is working through the ball and they just gave the ball to the West Brom player and he obviously he'll come and shoot. And there was, this was one of these games that I had like, I actually wasn't even going to watch it like ardently because I thought they'll just kill the game. With Thiago Silva given captaincy, uh, there was a lot of questions asked because Thiago Silva was given captaincy on his debut with him not knowing English also. So, there was a big question. So, I feel 
Lampard's decision to continue as Pilicueta as captain was is kind of fair also. Thiago Silva needs, but uh, I feel that there there was too much criticism for Thiago Silva yesterday. He did that one mistake, but after that he was way more solid than any defender that Chelsea had in the past year. Like there was not even one sloppy pass from him in the whole game, and he and he knew where to distribute the ball around the park. So considering that, I feel this year, uh, in like uh, past performances, like how you can see in these three matches also against Liverpool, where I said before also that they should have not been scared. Liverpool as uh, today, uh, uh, one more uh, Mikel Arteta also said from Arsenal that Liverpool are a team which. will play 10 months with the same confidence that is the greatness about them so if at all chelsea even want to reach the liverpool and city level signings are done okay they will gel they'll take few games five six games that's justified but they will have to show that confidence okay that we can score goals and we can defend but the thing is like because if an owner trusts you like roman abramovich trusts you and gives you 220 million pounds and he's literally signing every player that lampard is seeing there was a time where we used to think okay now werner is sent so we don't need havertz <laughs> we need a defender but i i couldn't believe that he will spend this much to a young manager who is in his third season in charge of professional any professional team as lampard started with derby then chelsea and this is the third season of his professional career so past performances have been good attacking wise quite good quite unlike chelsea but uh, play whenever they play from the back they get under pressure and the only thing that was good from yesterday's game was is like kind of an historical this thing that chelsea have never come back against any team with three goals down ever like so they just fought back and and i could see that uh, attacking uh, this thing confidence or what uh, like Lampard didn't care towards the game. He just put Giroud also, Tammy Abraham also, Werner also. Then afterwards he put Hudson Odoi. The biggest surprising moment for me was when Thiago Silva was substituted with Giroud. There were literally two centre backs playing in the whole game. Ah, uh, after half time, two centre backs proper and Rhys James was just crossing, and there were three strikers in the box. So what he did was that West Bromwich. uh defenders were concentrating and covering more of giru because he is more uh, better finishing and leaving tammy and werner open so there that's how the things happened yesterday so i feel like past performances have been great but you can't win any major title if your defense is like that that's the main question yeah uh, so uh, as we're going to talk about the new signings before we move on to the signings that have already been completed do you think uh, that before the transfer window closes on october 5th they should be spending a little bit more money to get an established another established uh, defender so that the defense is solid and such things don't happen again in future yes i i feel like there are again rumors of them going for declan rice declan rice was a rumor like since a long time actually he's a chelsea academy product and now chelsea regret selling him to west ham oh, that's a and now west <laughs> that's a chelsea thing yeah that's a chelsea thing they just regret players going so the thing is now west ham values declan rice at 80 million so there's this huge issue with english players being bought in the premier league that whenever they go to uh, some other team like how ben chilwell was there and they get an england cap 
ओके ही इज अ गुड सी डी एम बट स्टिल आई फील लाइक डेक्लेन राइस इज नॉट नीडेड नाउ वी हैव कॉन्टेन कोवचेच इन द मिड फील्ड ही कैन ऑल्सो प्ले एज अ सेंटर बैक ओकेजनली ही डज प्ले एज अ सेंटर बैक बट आई फील लाइक वन मोर डिफेंडर वुड बी बेटर लाइक इंस्टेड ऑफ स्पेंडिंग दिस एटी मिलियन ऑन डेक्लेन राइस वॉट इफ यू हैव मिलान स्क्रीनियर इन द मार्केट एंड नो वन इज गोइंग फॉर हिम That is kind of a signing which makes sense. Like, because Inter doesn't want Skriniar, and Chelsea is the only team which has the money. But uh, I some somehow feel that uh, yesterday, if you would have noticed, three goals were scored by Callum Hudson-Odoi, Tammy Abraham, and Mason Mount. All three those junior academy products, and they actually stepped up when it mattered. Like, uh, I would rather say like for Hudson-Odoi and Mason Mount, not for Tammy Abraham because he missed an open chance in the game. Yeah, so yeah, he missed a very very easy goal, more easier than Werner's. Yeah, Werner also missed one, but easier than Werner. But still, yeah, I want to say like if Lampard will change the whole team. So what would the other others even think? Like I am just thinking, what if uh, this guy Callum Hudson-Odoi goes to Bayern, and what if after two years Chelsea face Bayern? And Callum Hudson-Odoi starts for Bayern, and he just scores two goals. That will pain the most, because this has happened before uh, with uh, Salah, De Bruyne, and all. Obviously, that Salah and De Bruyne at that time were not at all good. No one can argue that they were not at all good. Like De Bruyne, especially Mohamed Salah took four seasons after that to become what he is now at Liverpool, and De Bruyne took like two seasons at Wolfsburg. So that's the thing with new signings. I feel they sh- can go for one centre back, but I think like Zuma and Silva can do the job. I think left back and right back is sorted as right back has uh, Aspiliqueta and Reece James, and I, my preference is James because James can cross the ball, he can run the game. Aspiliqueta has those leadership qualities as a captain, and he is one guy who will never give up during the game. Will push the team like uh, yesterday again the same example. Aspilicueta didn't start, came at half time, changed the game. He was pushing the team to go ahead as a captain. Thiago Silva came out at seventy minutes. So I feel left left back is also Ben Chilwell and uh, Emerson might be out. Zappa Costa has gone out on loan again uh, to Genoa and <laughs> he suffered an ACL injury. So Zappa Costa is useless. And Emerson Palmieri is, uh, I think so. They should sell him for some money. We need some money. Marco Alonso is good as an attacking player. That has been pointed out many times. He is a very bad defender. Like yesterday, you could have seen. This is what happens when a left winger is turned into a left back. So uh, I feel like yeah, one centre back. I would rather buy a backup centre back which I can build and make him good. Like how Malang Sar is there. Like I can make him like uh, like into a good player. Uh, right now, kind of <laughs> satisfied with Kurt Zuma. I don't like him usually, but he has been good lately. And yesterday he didn't start for some reason. Christensen also has some shown some, but that's the thing. Like in the Liverpool game, Christensen came under pressure. He literally <laughs> hugged Sadio Mane from behind. <laughs> that is not what you do. <laughs> that is not what you do in football. So those are few things, and in new signings, uh, I could see glimpses of Kai Havertz yesterday again. Like Kai Havertz was the 
only player that I can say who played good all 90 minutes. And this was his first game where he played all 90 minutes. He was passing the ball. He was fighting for the ball. And like he was not lazy. Like if he had the ball. So in Premier League, players will come on to you if you have the ball. They literally fight for it. So he was distributing the ball properly. In the middle, you could see Kai Havertz being angry at other players because they were not passing him properly. That's the thing. Like... If he is doing great, like uh, you could have seen that with Callum Hudson-Odoi, he had a 1-2 and then Hudson-Odoi scored the second goal. So I feel, and Werner, uh, I, what should I say? I think his, his po exact position is still not figured out because he is a striker but lo loves to cut through the left wing. Uh, That's the thing. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to point out before we move on to this Werner topic. Uh, you have said that Callum Hudson-Odoi and all, like they still have a future and people are going here and there. Would you say Salah and De Bruyne were not even as good as Callum Hudson-Odoi is now when he was at when they were at Chelsea? No, no, no. I would not say that. Honestly. They were. They were decent enough. Like Salah, at least. Like De Bruyne didn't have any start because he had a feud with Mourinho. But Salah got so many starts also. Actually, Salah is like... Uh, like, you will see sometimes in Liverpool also he'll he'll uh, shoot like from many places and he'll shoot uh, above the goalpost or something. Like Salah is a player I followed before he came to Liverpool. So I feel yeah Salah was decent enough. Salah shouldn't have been so. What you are saying is true. Like Hudson Odoi and all are at that level only. So I think they should not be sold. Be kept there. They, they can be uh, rotated like how it is said that squad depth matters. And now that uh, if you want to actually challenge for something, you have to have the squad depth. Like if you want to play FA Cup, EFL Cup and Champions League. So that's the thing. Yeah, so the other thing was people keep, uh, especially with Kai Havertz, before he scored the hat-trick mm -hmm. and maybe even after he scored the hat-trick in the Carabao Cup, People were like, you've spent so much money on him and he's not really giving you the results, etc, etc. Don't you think it's a bit too harsh considering he's only 21 and he's moving from a team that used to play completely different? Bayer Leverkusen, it was a decent team, but I don't think it can compare to the level with the intensity that Chelsea or other top-level uh, Premier League sides play. So, do, do you... I think it's that he gets too much of a bad rap. So, I wanted to know your opinion about that. Yeah, I also feel the same that uh, everyone was too harsh on Kai Havertz. And uh, that's why the reason you would have noticed that when he scored that hat-trick, he didn't celebrate much. He just scored it, went out. And yesterday also, he was the best player on pitch. Like, he shot... The thing is, Chelsea players need to gel and like Mason Mount and all. I have seen this tendency of Mason Mount passing the ball to Tammy instead of Werner. Trying more and more to give it to Tammy because it's there. They have played one season. It's not even their fault. So, but yes, yesterday one very beautiful ball was given by Mount to Werner and he missed a goal again. Crossbar. So, yeah, Kai Havertz, I think he's a, he's a long-term project for Chelsea. He's one of those players who is going to stay here for a long time. And definitely he's going to be great for the club. Like, no, there's no way that he's not going to be good for the Premier League or he's not made for Premier League. That is too much to say. Like, 
people said the same for Christian Pulisic. Actually, when Christian Pulisic was signed from Borussia Dortmund, there was a criticism that Chelsea had signed him because they needed the American fan base. An American fan base is very important because of the uh, money that you get from America, especially from shirt sales. And America doesn't watch soccer much. And Christian Pulisic is their hero because he's the U.S. men's national team captain. So he also came first season. People said he's not fit for Premier League. And now, now half the Chelsea fans are like, okay, Pulisic is the main hope of the season. So that's the thing. I feel Kai Havertz will do good. Considering his age also is just 21 and there's a lot of time for him to improve and prove himself. And yeah, regarding Pulisic, I don't think it was ever in question. He used to perform at the top level, especially for Dortmund. He used to attack in a team that was known for its counter-attacking for his fast-paced game. So I don't know, maybe it was, but I never followed the Chelsea fan uh, talk that much. So yeah, coming to Timo Werner, he is generally very, very good and usually the best player on the pitch whenever Chelsea play since he's come to the team. Yesterday was very weird. I didn't watch the game live. I did watch the highlights. I didn't even watch the replay. Yes. But that one was a sitter. Maybe not exactly a sitter, but he could have scored it with relative ease. And uh, yeah. he missed it. Do you think it was because of the pressure or what? Because even at Liverpool, you saw when they had come to Anfield, you know, when Liverpool had visited Stamford Bridge, he had like yeah. a couple of chances which he missed, which were quite open. So, what do you think could be the problem with him? Has he not uh, adapted yet? Is he still uh, trying to understand how his team plays? I think he's too much under pressure, like mentally, to score the goal. Like, uh, he's like, uh, he's not playing like as a proper striker. Okay, the ball will be fed to you. You should have that control. Like, he has, I think the calm is lacking in inside the box. Like in in front of Liverpool, that was a very easy attempt. Like a very, very beautiful ball given to him. Keeper was on the other side. Alisson was... There's no chance actually that that Alisson could have saved that. And then this one against West Brom. West Brom, it was an open one. Like literally, he's in front of the goal. So I feel, yeah, but I feel if people are actually criticizing Havertz, they should see Werner first. Like, Werner is actually doing good as a striker. He's coming back for the ball. He's getting used to, like, Premier League that, okay, you can't just be ahead. You have to come fight till the back. Like how you'll see Mane defending as a left back also at times. So you have to come back. So I feel Werner has that, but yeah, give him little time. That's max, I can say. Like, he will score goals definitely and he's uh, very fast. And yesterday was a very weird formation. Just because Kai Havertz and Tammy Abraham linked up well against Barnsley. So uh, Lampard started Kai Havertz with Tammy Abraham again. And he wanted to fit Werner, so he fit Werner somewhere. Like Werner play, you, you will play this place. So that is one of the things. Yeah, so I think that brings an end to our new signings and any signings that we should expect. Let's talk about players who might be leaving the club or who already left the club and how their absence might affect the style they play or whatever. Yeah, so, Villian has left the club. I feel Villian... Uh, players like Villian, Aspilicueta, they have that uh, senior player, the leadership qualities in a very young squad. Like, right now, Ch- Chelsea is the second youngest squad playing Premier League. Uh, I... I 
an average age of 22.8 something like that so that is quite young as a squad but uh, players like william leaving it is good because there's no place for him now there zh hudson odoi havertz everyone is for his position there's no point in keeping a player with high wage and now i've heard that jorginho <laughs> arsenal want jorginho also arsenal wants every chelsea player <laughs> okay so, but uh, yeah but yeah i think so chelsea should sell jorginho although he controls the midfield he is a very good uh, dictator of the game but he doesn't have any sort of physical strength he'll not run anything and the only thing he was known for that also got decimated by liverpool the penalty of that hop skip and jump that famous penalty used to do <laughs> so i think he is useless right now and any day kovacic is way better than jorginho kovacic was chelsea's player of the year for last season and i can see like kante had a very big injury last year and he's again coming back yesterday kante was literally playing like the third center back he was going back front everything so kante being doing kante things and uh, they should sell this guy uh, danny drinkwater uh, marco van ginkel danny drinkwater came from leicester for a very high fee and and i think uh, they can even sell uh, fikayo tomori as loan on loan they can sell because there's no place for him christensen they should keep and uh, emerson they should sell and many players like that uh, and uh, like atimoya bakayoko to ac milan so we need money also for that so yeah yeah so that brings me very nicely to our tactics part of the talk uh before we move on to that do you think frank lampard now is under immense pressure given that his team is not winning convincingly or they're not getting consistent results after the money that he spent or the expectations that he's had given that yeah last season he didn't have much at his disposal but this season he was able to get whatever he wanted in the transfer market and still like the results are not immediately tangible like you're not getting those results on this like ready to go so do you think he's under pressure now considering the three games that have gone by yeah i think uh, uh, if the same kind of situation exists after october end then he is going to be under immense pressure because if an owner is any owner i don't know if any owner has just told any manager okay sign eight players in one season i'll give you whatever the money you want and this year no excuses one thing is for sure frank has no excuses this year he can't say he can't say i didn't have money i didn't have defenders i didn't have this that nothing so this year if he doesn't perform well like if it's not an improvement to last year then he's doing any something wrong and uh, i was discussing yesterday with some one of the chelsea fans that there was a time that chelsea was always known for their defense not for the offense like the defense used to be very famous because uh, they used to like huh yeah john terry and like ashley cole and all other guys so there used to be seasons where they used to concede only 20 goals 15 goals per, for the whole season 38 games 20 goals and last season they conceded 54 so okay super frank is playing according to his style but uh, you just can't 
डू दैट दैट कंसीड फिफ्टी फोर गोल्स एंड एक्सपेक्ट योर टीम टू विन अ कप एनी डे वेन एवर यू कंसीड अ गोल द प्रेशर इज ऑन यू बट या फ्यू पॉजिटिव लाइक आई सेट फ्रॉम लिवरपूल एंड फ्रॉम वेस्ट ब्रॉम गेम लिवरपूल आई सॉ सम इंटेंट बट या देवर प्लेइंग टू लाइक कोल्ड यू कैन से एंड वेस्ट ब्रॉम गेम आफ्टर द फोर्टी फाइव मिनट्स इट वॉज अ गुड टर्न अराउंड they kept on pressurizing like usually chelsea can't pressurize teams who sit back and defend after scoring and for west brom's point of view that was correct only any team if i if i was a manager and my team scores 3-0 and is up at half time i'll just tell them okay sit back and defend so that was good yeah so coming back to our tactics and our formations do you think frank is still trying to figure out who which player does what his final formation the roles of each player or what each person should do how the passing should go on etc basically the whole time because in the last few games that i've seen it didn't look like they were quite sure of what they were supposed to do like for example you know that you bought timo werner to be a striker primarily be a striker but that that didn't show because he's not being used as a striker out and out he has to sometimes dribble and go all the way through so his duties not only include finishing but other things as well but that's not what a striker is primarily for so do you think that there is still some work that frank has to do to figure out his formation which player does what the tactics that he is using definitely i feel that uh, they need a lot of this thing because especially warner his position is still not set he's a center forward he's a striker he's a left winger is he like firmino what is he i don't know like Uh, uh, so Havertz, uh, it was clarified the day we played Barnsley. He's known in the world for his uh, number ten CAM position, and against Liverpool and Brighton, he started as a right winger, and you could see him struggling. And as soon as he came as a number ten position, he's doing better. And uh, yeah, and Thiago Silva, I think so. It's just clear where he plays. and he'll just take one or two games i feel what is necessary for chelsea right now is somehow get over this game against tottenham and uh, and crystal palace on 3rd of october and after that there is a international break plus uh, there's a long 14 day break for all the teams so i think that is very necessary because i don't think zh uh, and polisic also will come they might play as a substitute against crystal palace on 3rd october but yes and they have to figure out like chilwell will come and he has never played a game with warner he has never played and uh, yeah chilwell assisted this guy jiru in uh, 10 minutes that he came but yeah there's a lots of work that has to be done that's why uh, frank has told in all press conferences that okay we are still at pre season level we are not at the mark to play premier league right now Hmm. but they can't take too much of time like crystal palace with the fourth game and then 17th october southampton is the fifth game so by five games you should figure out your team or out of 38 five games are gone and then towards the end you will be battling or mathematics okay if i score two goals i'll be in top four i concede less so that is bullshit so i don't want that kind of situation to come like last year If we win against Wolves, then only we can qualify. That is like 
one of the shittiest things especially after they spend so much money and it's not like yeah. they spend money on useless players like barcelona they have actually spent money on good players who are actually yeah. proven quality so in case they don't actually put out the results it will be very bad for frank's reputation and for the club's reputation uh so let's move on to the possible xi that uh, they could field throughout the competition and what spots are up for competition for people to grab yeah for a striker position warner 100% and uh, tammy and jiru are behind him but i prefer jiru because of his experience uh jiru plays like uh, as a better finisher and he knows and he's like a target man so the team can feed him the balls so my favorite is the 4 to 3 1 uh so in this like you can see zh will come as a right winger pulisic and zh can go little back like come in the center and like zh and havertz are players who can just shuffle alternatively as they're good attackers too but zh is a very beautiful pass like who passes the ball very good and havertz also but the the thing with zh and havertz is both are left footed primarily all the havertz can shoot from both but their primary foot is left and pulisic pulisic is good for his position pulisic and zh both have competition uh in their place with hudson odoi havertz has a backup as mount kante you can have jorginho and we should not fa- uh, miss out on uh, billy gilmore whenever he comes back and Yeah, whenever he comes in. Kovacic has Ruben Loftus-Cheek, but I just saw his game against Brighton. And I think he's way, way, way far away from playing in the first team. And Chilwell has backup as Alonso. Zuma has Christensen, Tomori. Silva has the same. James has Aspilicueta. And James is one player I feel is... Uh, he's going to be the big superstar for Chelsea in... coming here series james because like he he gives me those visions of ivanovic when he used to be in his golden years like he'll give perfect crosses so that is what is disappointing yesterday he was giving perfect crosses but tammy and werner were not converting it so there's no point in doing it and edward mendy will have to fight with kepa actually it, it's not a fight uh, mendy will get his place, I, but yeah i think even jitu can do a better job if he goes and stand in the yeah, goal actually than kepa <laughs> i i don't know why he is still in the team for what reason yeah no actually i feel they should send kepa out on loan because no one will buy him so the best thing is send him out on loan and he'll become little better and then sell him for some 40 million if we get out of him that's more than enough but uh, i think despite uh, kepa getting so much bad uh, say publicity bad uh, mm. comments negative feedback etc yesterday's keeper kaviero wasn't very great either was he yeah yeah he was not great but he any day is better than kepa like <laughs> against barnsley he made six good saves and yeah kaviero doesn't have age on his side also he's 39 right now and Edward Mendy the only good thing right now that i've heard is that he is a very good uh, guy when it comes to set pieces and he fights amongst the box and his height his height is 6 feet 6 inches so okay <laughs> he's a quite tall keeper he's a quite gigantic but one of the uh, 
biggest uh, flaws in Edward Mendy's play is that whenever he pushes the ball out, he's a very good punch of puncher of the ball. But whenever he pushes it, there's a it has been many times that he has given it to the opposition player directly. Yeah, if you're not throwing it and if you're just punching it away or pushing it away, there's always a chance that you're not in control of where it's going. So. Yeah, and he's very bad at sweeping. <laughs> like, uh, out of the five times he tried to like uh, do uh, play like a sweeper keeper, he conceded twice in with Rennes. Although any day he has a uh, he's the second best keeper in was the second best keeper in League One. And now let's see. I think he'll any day do better than Kepa. But yeah. Anyone will do any work better than Kepa. So, okay. so this is my 4-2-3-1. And uh, Lampard can even play a 4-4-2. But 4-4-2 is like yesterday. Exactly like yesterday how they played. Abraham and Werner both are figuring out that who should go in the box, who should shoot, who should assist each other. In my opinion, I don't know why uh, Tammy Abraham is still in the team. I don't know why they play him. He is the most selfish young player I have seen in a long, long time. Like I used to compare Curtis Jones of Liverpool with him because both of them have a very bad attitude and they think that they are from heaven or something like that. But Curtis Jones has improved since then. I don't know. Tammy Abraham doesn't seem to change at all. That guy, I don't understand what... I don't know what he... I, I, I'll never understand what he thinks of himself. Uh, according yeah. to me, if uh, Lewandowski comes in front of him, he'll be like, bro, I'm better than you. He gives me those bad vibes. Yeah, the thing was that only. Just because against Barnsley, he assisted uh, this guy, Kai Havert, twice. So, I knew it, this this thing Lampard will do. That one game he did good, okay, he'll put Abraham in the team. Yesterday, Warner was so pissed at Tammy Abraham. Warner was so pissed. I saw so many times in the box. Warner, Abraham is trying to shoot. There are three defenders in front of him. Warner is standing empty. He's not giving it to him. Yeah, he always goes for the glory. selfish attitude. Yeah, if you score goals, you do. But you don't score goals. That's the problem. And people say, okay, he scored goal. He scored 16 goals in his first season. But... Yeah, but that was uh, like out of uh, 600 chances or something. Out of 48. Yeah, like out of 48, (laughs) 50 shots. (laughs) So that is bad. But uh, one player I will actually feel... uh, Like one player I don't feel like leaving him out who is up to like first team level is Mason Mount. Definitely. If there was a way I could fit him in the team, I would definitely fit him. But there's no place for him right now. Yesterday's He's goal by Mason Mount was legendary. Yes. <laughs> that goal, like he did, he actually scored that to increase the confidence of the team. That, okay, we can come back. And he didn't celebrate Someone much also. He scored the goal, he just went right back to where his position yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to what we can expect from the team. What do you think they'll be aiming to secure this year? Yeah, but like as I had said in the preview that they can go for a second. But yesterday when I saw their defense, uh, if these things continue for at least 10 game weeks, no way you are going to get second or third also. But yeah, uh, I I don't want like... uh, I don't want Chelsea to be like called a team. Like, okay, both Man U, Chelsea and uh, and if Leicester also. All three are pooping. That's why who who is little less pooping is Chelsea. That's why he, it is third. I don't want it to be a club like that. So, 
Champions League, I expect them to get knocked out in the quarterfinals. Uh, group stage, they'll proceed. Round of 16 also, they might proceed. But quarterfinals, I feel some big team will come and knock them out. And uh, Premier League, again, third position. But yes, uh, I definitely one thing is for sure that more goals this year. Oh. Way more goals. Like In the two weeks, you went from second to third. Yeah, because uh, the defense that yesterday we saw, we all were like, okay, what is happening? No one would do that. Like, uh, But yeah, if they continue like that 100%, they're not going to... They will play literally like last year. Okay, because other teams are also shit. So, we are a little less shit. So, we will be on third. That's the thing. Okay, so the other thing is, do you see them winning any of the domestic cups or anything else that is on offer? Yeah, I feel they are in contention for EFL and FA Cup both. Both. Like, they can't do it. Okay, uh, I think that brings us to a close. Is there anything else you want to cover? No, nothing. Okay, thank you. Uh, this is Elijah signing off. Bye-bye. Okay, keep the blue flag flying high. This is Adwaith signing off. Bye-bye.